Hello, hello and happy new year. We are now in 2024. Another year has begun. So welcome to the first episode of How to Thrive for 2024. To my loyal listeners, I hope you've had a lovely break. Maybe some time to rest and relax and are looking forward to taking on this new year. For anyone new, I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Nikki Herstas. So a new year always brings a little bit of time for reviewing the year prior and a bit of reflection and resetting for a new year. And something that we've been seeing a lot uh, across social media, emails, is resolutions. And I want to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. And also how we like to see as the new year as a time for a refresh, a reset. And often these resolutions are made maybe on a whim after a little bit of Uh, bubbles, a little bit of fun, and then you're sort of thinking, oh yeah, sure, that's something I'm going to do this year. But I've been working in behavior change close to 11 years now, and I find the concept of New Year's resolutions really interesting. And in a way, we set ourselves up for failure and disappointment. And this is not all doom and gloom. But I want to really dive into three things that I've seen time and time again as to why goals, resolutions, ambitions don't stick, why we can't see them through, and talk about what it is we actually need to make change stick for this year for 2024 so I offer free discovery calls for individuals who are interested in working together there are a couple of questions that they need to answer in order to be able to book the call one of the questions is what would you like to achieve in six to twelve months from now And what would life look like if we could wave a magic wand and you could achieve that? I also ask, what is the main reason for booking the call? Now, some might think that these two things would be the same. But very often, they are not. So very often, the biggest reason that people want to book the call is they say, I want to lose 10 kilos, or I want to lose 15 kilos. I want a diet plan. I want a meal plan. But then when we go down to the question where it says, when I wave the magic wand, what do you want life to look like in six to 12 months' time? This is where they actually pause and dig a little deeper. And often what comes through from this question is, I want to feel confident in my body. I want to feel comfortable in the skin 
that I'm in. I want to be able to live in a way that is respectful to my body, that I'm actually looking after it, I'm nourishing it. And so often there is also a dot, 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 no matter what the number is on the scale. And this is really interesting because it leads me into the first point of why goals, resolutions don't stick and what we need to help make them stick. And that is why we've decided to do it. I think there's some very common resolutions out there that people might repeat every single year. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to save money. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to, you know, all of these things that they sort of say, okay, this is the, this is the pedestal. This is the best way of sort of living life. But they don't actually know why they want to do that. Like, what is it going to do to their life if they do that? Is it just the idea of it? Or is it that that will actually help make their life better in some way? And last year, I gave some healthy eating presentations, which is really not something that I do. But I gave it from the perspective of the fact that everyone should have access to basic education around what it means to be eating foods that are high in fiber, protein, etc. But the first thing I said was that I could give this presentation to them all. I told them all that I could I could tell you so many things today, but it's not going to make an ounce of difference to you. I don't expect you to make any changes from what I'm telling you unless you can truly believe that it will make your life better in some way. And so this is why we have to know our why. (laughs) So why does it matter? Why does making change mean something to you? Why does it matter to you? We have to dig deeper because it's not about I'm going to start exercising because I want to lose weight. These, These things are not linked with regards to your internal motivation and why you would want to do it and why you will keep doing it even when it gets hard. And knowing the why is also reflecting and looking at the iceberg analogy that I use about what are the things that keep us afloat and what's missing right now. What do you have or what do you not have (laughs) That means that that iceberg is a little bit shaky. It's not keeping you afloat. It's not allowing you to do what you want to in life with confidence um, and feel empowered that you're in control of your life. And the other reason that the why can sometimes not be quite substantial enough to get those goals to stick is that we like the idea of that goal or that outcome more than reality and the goal the outcome yes that's absolutely important in the grand scheme of things like that's the destination that's where you want to get to but the thing is is it's actually not about that it's not about where you get to it's about what happens along the way because to get to somewhere different to where you are now you will need to change as a person 
And that means there'll be things that you let go of and there'll be things that you're more open to and you take on new things in life. And in order to do that, you have to be open to the fact that the journey is the key part of this whole process. So knowing your why, in order for you to be able to get started in 2024 and thinking about what it is you would like to get out of the year, you can start as small as what is your focus? Is it family? Is it work? Is it your friends? Is it charity work? What, you know, what is the focus for you? And then what is it within that that matters? What is it that you want to change? What is it that didn't serve you in 2023 that you want to change for 2024? And then it's also thinking, why does that even matter? So what was the difference? What was the, I guess, the pain for you in 2023 by not doing that thing? What do you want to not have to deal with? And then turning that, flipping it on its head to find your why of, well, what do you want? Is it that you want to focus on your exercise? You want to have strength because you don't want to have a sore back or sore knees or you don't want to have as many aches and pains? Or is it that you want to focus on getting more sleep because you know that as soon as you don't sleep properly, your ability to make food choices with a clear head goes out the window? Or is it that your stress levels were completely unmanageable and you felt like your body was not able to resist illness as much and therefore putting in a bunch of tools in place to help manage stress could be more of a reason, more of an incentive to have that as a goal. So that's where we want to begin. We want to know why. Why are we even bothering? That might sound really negative. But if you're going to put time, money, energy into something, you've got to be really clear on why that matters and and why it's important to you. So the next um, reason why we often see things not going to plan when we're making resolutions or setting goals is that we expect that any positive change is going to be all, you know, sunshines and rainbows. I'm doing all these positive things. I've got these great resolutions. So everything's going to be so great and easy and carefree. Yet that's not always the case because any change, no matter how positive it is, is uncomfortable. And that is because it's unfamiliar and it's not until that change becomes familiar that it doesn't feel so uncomfortable anymore. I would like to compare this to my current journey of my couch to 10k (laughs) program where I in the past have even run many 10ks, I've even run some half marathons but since having a baby and then juggling mum life and business life my fitness has dropped off hugely So I started the Couch to 10K program and it is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable to accept that I've lost a significant amount of fitness. It's uncomfortable to have to uh, progress very slowly. And 
it's also just uncomfortable getting back into running and understanding that there's a lot of muscles and a lot of aerobic fitness that is going to take a lot of time to build back. And that process of it being uncomfortable can be really confusing. It can also be the thing that makes us stop because we think, well, this is meant to be a positive change. Why is it a challenge? Why is it uncomfortable? Why why am I feeling this discomfort? Um, and there's an author, Brad Stolberg, he, he wrote the book Master of Change, and he has this great way of talking about change and what it is, and change is the process. It's a process. You're going from X to Y to Z. You start at X, you go through Y, which is the middle of the journey, and then you end up at Z. But this is a process of, okay, well, you've got order, you've got um, consistency, you've got the current status quo at the beginning. But to then go through change, we have to then go to this middle where we get into this disorder. So we go from order to disorder, And then when we come out the other side of change, we have reorder. But it's that middle part where it gets really uncomfortable, where it gets messy, where we think, hmm, I'm not sure if I can keep doing this because it feels uncomfortable. And this is the key part where we need support. We need community, we need accountability, and these are things that are essential to help navigate and ride that process of discomfort during change. And so the biggest thing is we we go all gung-ho in, we go often, it's the all or nothing lot of 110%, and then it all kind of gets a bit hard, and then we just like let go of all of it. But it's understanding whether, one, we're going in too hard, or two, whether we're just giving up where it feels uncomfortable. That's where community and accountability is so essential, because it's not always going to feel right, because it's something different. It's not something you've done before. It's going to feel different, and that's the whole point. It's also starting to recognize who you're becoming during that process of navigating that disorder or that discomfort in the middle. So I think when we're going into setting goals, setting resolutions for the new year, I really want you to think about first the why, as I said before, but then understanding and acknowledging that there is going to be some discomfort and disorder as you go through that messy middle part of the journey. And that is where having accountability, support from either a coach or community is essential to help you get through that and know that other people are experiencing that as well. The third reason builds upon the second point that I've just touched on around the discomfort of change. But I did mention in there um, that, you know, it's not always about the destination. It's not always about the outcome, but it's about that journey. And then also talking about how, you know, a lot of people can go in 110% and then they come out and think, oh, I cannot handle this, cannot keep up this intensity. And that is because the third reason I see goals, resolutions that don't stick is when we're focused on intensity over consistency. 
And that's the thing. We need to flip that around and focus on consistency and the journey. So we want to identify what that journey looks like. How many months, how many years is it? Like we have to accept that what we can do in 12 months, we often overestimate that. We overestimate what we can do in 12 months, but we underestimate what we can do in 10 years. So we have to really move the dial slightly on what we can actually perceive of what we can do in a set space of time. And so with this journey and understanding the journey and being able to enjoy the journey, we also need to understand that it's going to be excruciatingly slow at times, like so slow, because when you're in the midst of the discomfort, you're trying to work through things, process the change, work out who you need to become to be able to achieve these goals, you also have to realize that it's slow. It takes time because you're still living day-to-day life and then amongst achieving these goals. So when it is slow, often that's when those perfectionist tendencies come through. Uh, You know, things aren't happening fast enough. It's not good enough. And often dismissing that slow progress as going backwards even. But The thing is, is that slow progress is still progress. And that is essential to remember when you're going through change. Brianna West has written a beautiful book called The Mountain Is You. And in that, there's one very, very uh, key uh, sentence that I want to share. And that is, Micro shifts are what create life altering change, not huge breakthroughs. And that is so important to remember when thinking about resolutions, goals, and any change that it's those tiny little things, it's the little things, it's the tiniest of tiniest of changes that add up over time. And it is so much more rewarding to just make these tiny little changes, but then slowly build on them. It's like compounding interest for those finance people out there. Um, You know, those micro shifts, it's the tiniest thing. But that is what creates life-altering change, not these humongous, huge breakthroughs that we kind of imagine is what can happen. And so with that third key point on getting those goals to stick and getting change to stick in 2024 I want you to think about how important the journey is and that journey can consist of lots of little small and even at times excruciatingly slow shifts in what it is that you're doing to then come through the other side to have quite a significant change And always remember that to be able to take this approach, we have to prioritize consistency over intensity. And consistency does mean doing the things when you don't necessarily always feel like doing them, showing up and listening to your body and seeing what you can manage at that point in time 
and just knowing that you can only ever give 100% of what you've got at that point in time. So if you're running on 50% and you give 50%, you've still given 100%. And though that's something that it's not always going to be the same intensity, but consistency is what matters. So as it's the first week of Jan, you might be thinking, yeah, I'm still in holiday mode. I'm not really thinking about what I want to do for 2024 just yet. All I have to say to that is that's totally okay. I think the other thing with New Year's resolutions and setting goals for the year is that we can get fixated on starting the goal at a certain point in time. And this is where I'm just going to go back to my Couch Ticketing K program is that do you know what? I started that on the 23rd of December. Who starts a program two days before Christmas? Um, I'm not really sure who does, but I did. And the thing with that is it was what fitted in around life. And I think that's one of the key things to think about when you are determining your why is also the how. How does that actually fit in around life? And is it realistic to fit in around life? And, you know, maybe you start in the middle of Jan. Maybe you start in March. The thing is it has to be the right time for you to be able to make change without it adding a humongous load of stress to a potentially already stressful life. <laughs> so... Remember, if you are sitting down and you're going to reflect on the year, I've got some great questions that I use with my clients to reflect on uh, 2023, and I'm going to link those um, in the show notes for you. This is a really good way to review the year, reflect, and then reset for 2024. And this is a great starting point before you even go into the next step of actually setting any goals or resolutions for 2024. And then when you do start to think about 2024 and what that looks like for you, the biggest three things are knowing your why. Why is it important? Why does it matter to you? Uh, understanding that any change, no matter how positive it is, is always going to be uncomfortable until it is familiar. And then the third thing is You've got to enjoy the journey. We've got to accept that the journey is the biggest part of a goal. It's that who you become during that journey. It's understanding that journey is the sum of all of those little micro shifts coming together. Uh, and that is ultimately more important than the destination in a lot of situations. So I'll leave it there for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I said, extra resources to help you reflect on last year, reset for this year, uh, will be linked in the show notes. And I can't wait to share with you so much more in 2024. I've done a little bit of this work for myself, for the business, and there's just so much that I can't wait to bring you this year. So enjoy the rest of your holidays, uh, have a good break with friends and family and 
don't forget to share the love for this episode if you did really enjoy it by either sharing it with friends, sharing the link on social media or giving it a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So until next time, take care, stay well and see you then.